welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. Ree, I don't know if you've uh, heard, but I have recently decided to become homophobic. Oh, really? Yeah, look... We mentioned last week that I went to Queer Stories Mm -hmm. and I had a really good time because Mm -hmm. I loved being surrounded by so many queer people and it was a room full of 600 queers and it was amazing and magical. But what I don't know if I mentioned was Mm -hmm. that I was the only one, maybe uh, one of four, who wore a mask at that event. And I posted on Twitter the day after... Can, I'm going to get COVID again. I can feel it. Oh, no. And the other day, oh, no. I, <laughs> I woke up. I was feeling okay. Then I felt really tired. Uh-oh. And I thought, Uh-oh. I know this feeling. <laughs> so I smashed a Red Bull, had a nap, woke up, took a test, and got the two lines. Bada bing, bada boom. Someone's got COVID again. Hate to blame it on, you know, the the most uh, vulnerable community, mm. one of the most vulnerable communities, mm-hmm. but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to blame this on the gays. It's the gays' fault. It's the I'm gays' homophobic fault. homophobic now. The fact that you got COVID during Pride Month is homophobic. It, it is. And you know what? I've decided to remove myself from the community. <laughs> I am straight now. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Gay people want allies, but then they go and fucking give us COVID. And I just, I don't know what they expect. You lot, you fucking... You fucking homos. (laughs) (laughs) No, obviously I'm not homophobic, but I am upset. Yeah, no, I would be too. Like, that that is really a shame that, you know, you did something... Like, because you don't, you don't go out that much. I don't go anywhere. The fact that, so you've had COVID a couple times now, right? This is my third time in six months. Okay. Jace doesn't really go out much, all right? Now, as we know from (laughs) uh, pretty much every episode of this podcast, I am an infamous pub rat. I go out at least once a week. I have never had COVID. This bitch. I'm sorry. Every time I get COVID, Ree's like, um, it's a bit crazy that I never get COVID. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm out pounding the beers and making out with strangers, which is very pounding not COVID beers, safe. Pounding people. Uh-huh. And, you and know. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm a little home, not homo, because as we mentioned, I'm straight now. Straight now. Um home body and then I go out and it's like COVID's like there's one we haven't seen before let's get it (laughs) like ooh, a new person when you were going to say home home body I thought you were gonna say homophobe (laughs) there's a homophobe everyone knows I'm a homophobe including the COVID I'm a closeted homophobe (laughs) I've decided to come out as a homophobe (laughs) the COVID is targeting you because you're a homophobe COVID is like A fucking bigot. We better give the bigot COVID. <laughs> oh my god. Ally. <laughs> ally. <laughs> COVID's an ally now, and you're a homophobe now. That's how the tables have turned. <laughs> no, I think 
I probably likely got it from the kids. They probably brought it home asymptomatically from school yeah. or something. And I wouldn't be surprised. I just got it from them. But um, it's more fun to blame queer stories because it's the <laughs> one time I go out. <laughs> it's, it's more fun just to be a little bit homophobic. <laughs> uh, but while I've been um, isolating, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. I've been doing embroidery and listening to audiobooks. Mm. And I've been listening to Cal Penn, the actor Cal Penn's memoir. Oh, cool. I, to it. I started listening to it today. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It is really good. I've listened to like three memoirs in the past few days. Mm. Um, generally, I don't li- listen to a lot of audiobooks because I do prefer holding books and yeah. like doing that. But when I listen to a memoir that's recorded by... The, the actual person that wrote it. it. I'm always yes, yeah. No, I feel like sick. that's the best that's way. Really cool. I feel like that's the best way to experience that. Like, I I believe I've spoken before that like memoirs are one of my favorite kind of genres of book. Um, so yeah, if you can get an audio book that's um read out by the actual person that wrote it, that is always like the best way to experience it. I think. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like a podcast as well. Yeah, I started off listening to Josh Peck, his audio book, his memoir. Uh, Josh from Drake and Josh. I was about to say, that's Josh from Drake and Josh, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. It was really well written and it was quite poetic and beautiful. Mm. I didn't I didn't like the way he read it. And I know it's like I listen because <laughs> I'm like, this is the way that they wrote it. And it's cool to listen to how they wanted it read. But he yeah. kept reading it and I kept thinking, that's not how y- you should read it. And I'm, I'm like, Jace, you fucking idiot. He wrote it. He knows how to fucking read it. But it was stressing me out a little bit. But it was it was oh, no. a really good book. Yeah. And then I read, I listened to one of David Mitchell's ones. And that's when I messaged you. And I was like, uh, yes. I'm pretty sure that I'm Mitchell in your web. Yes. No, that is... That is accurate. There are a few kind of like um, celebrity or like character duos uh, over the years where we've been like, oh, that one's you and this one's me. Um, So, yes, those two. Um, In the Mighty Boosh, I'm Vince and you're Howard. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, What was the other one? Fly Fly the the Concords, you're Jermaine and I'm Brett. Like 100%. 100%. I need to think of some more. There's, I, it's so funny because those duos are heightened character versions of the people and sometimes even fictional mm. character versions of the people yeah. and they work so well together, but we can find ourselves in them just as we are as normal people. That's, that's what we're like in real life. <laughs> and then I got onto Cal Penn's book, which I've started and I'm a few chapters yeah. in. It's very good as well. He talks a yeah. lot about the experience of being uh, a fir- first-generation immigrant, and I can relate mm-hmm. to that, being brown mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And he also mentioned something that we have spoken about on the podcast before oh, that really? I thought was very interesting to hear from Ooh. someone else. Mm-hmm. We have spoken about multiple-choice questions on exams and how mm. stressed out we get from those because sometimes mm. they will say, choose the most correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting stressed out just just thinking about having to do that. But he made a point in I hate his book. Choices. <laughs> I yeah. know, right? He made a point in his book <laughs> to talk about how he struggles with multiple choice, but he's really good at essay answers, like written right. answers, because he can justify mm. his answer with the text. So right. he can 
write it out and say this is why and give reasons whereas with multiple choice it's like you pick one and that's it you have to just pick the one that's right yeah and he said he said it's really hard because when I see a multiple choice answer uh, question I can make up a reason that every single one of those can fit. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, holy yeah. fuck. That's what me and Ree were talking about. Yeah, definitely. That's how we feel about multiple choice. Yeah. It's really fucking difficult because I'm like, especially when they like choose the most correct answer and it's like, well, maybe I have a different oh. opinion on what's the most correct than you do. Exactly. Mr. Mr. Test Writer. Exactly. Mm. Multiple choice is fucked. Yeah. People say, I feel like maybe neurotypicals say mm. multiple choice is easier because it gives you something to choose from. Yeah, yeah. When I'm faced with multiple choice, I tend to guess more. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I don't, th- I don't think about it as much because, like, the act of thinking about it is very stressful. Whereas, like, with, with an essay question, yes, you can think about that, but, like, it's in a productive way. It's in a way that's actually going to help you. Like the fact that you need to kind of sit there and think about it. Exactly. Yeah. And then you can justify why you've given that mm. answer. You can say, I believe it's this because. Exactly. You can back it yeah. up. Multiple choice, you just click and then they go, no, that's wrong. But you don't get the opportunity to be like, actually, no, it's right. And this is why. Mm-hmm. You just have to listen to the person marking it. Uh, I'm getting stressed <laughs> out. <laughs> Jace, you're not in school anymore. You don't need to do that anymore. I know, but I just got brought right back there with Calpen's oh, book. Oh, God. I can Im- Yeah, no. Going back to school. Actually, you know what? I was going to say going back to school would be my worst nightmare. When I say that, it literally is. I have dreams about going back to school all the fucking time. I am 30 years old and I have dreams about yeah. going back to school. And it's always like, for some reason, it's like, oh, you have to go back to school for some reason. It's like, but I'm 30. And it's like, yeah, but you have to go back to school. It's like, is that like weird guilt for not finishing school or is it like stress about getting older I don't fucking know but in any case I don't want to have to do school or school related things ever again so fuck multiple choice questions (laughs) I think you're um actually the dream means that you are Adam Sandler uh I know he's not dead but you are Adam Sandler reincarnate and um the reason oh my god I'm Billy Madison fuck (laughs) is because you are Billy Madison and you have to go back to school. <laughs> oh fuck! New uh, new personality just dropped. I guess I have to kid <laughs> Billy Madison now. Fucking hell! You can borrow oh my big my jorts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know how I would look in. Probably bad in the big jorts. I don't. They're, they're not a very fashion item. Let's just say that. I didn't look good in the big jorts. Does anyone? Adam Sandler. Kevin Smith. (laughs) I knew you were going to say Kevin Smith. (laughs) Who else is more iconic for jorts? Yeah. That's another one. That's another one. I'm Jay, you're Silent Bob. I think I talk too much to be Silent Bob, but maybe in like a social situation I am Silent Bob. Oh, yeah. Where other people are talking and I'm just like shut down. Then when I mm-hmm. when there's some, when I have something to say, I'll come out and say it, and it'll blow everyone exactly. away. <laughs> That's why I'm Jay and you're Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah, I'm just yep. a tall idiot. <laughs> Who's another duo? Hamish and Andy. We get compared to a lot. We, I remember. Um, it was we were only a few episodes in, and I had a boyfriend at the time. 
um, who I mentioned on the podcast and then dumped me, which started the podcast curse. And this is why I can never talk about anyone I'm dating on here ever again. Um, But like, yeah, he listened to like the first few episodes and he was like, you guys are like Hamish and Andy, but not men. I was like, thank you. (laughs) I'll take that. Thanks. I'll take that. I mean, look, he's a straight white man. So like that's that's a that's a high form of praise coming from him. Straight white men fucking love Hamish and Andy. Ah, oh, one of the straighties, one of my people. Yeah, one of your people. One of your people. <laughs> Did we both just pick up our phones to Google famous duos at the same time? Um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, I really we really do need to do a, a video podcast at some point because I need people to see this shit sometimes. I thought of another one. I thought of another one. You thought of another one? Okay. Who are we? Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh-huh. I'm I'm Simon and you're Nick. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm the cuddly monkey. <laughs> okay. And I'm the goth that loves going to the pub. Okay. <laughs> what about out of Penn and Teller, who would you say we are? I forget which is which. <laughs> Pen is the vegan one that talks. Teller is the one that doesn't talk. Well, I mean, straight up, usually when there's like a quiet, loud duo, it's like, well, I'm the loud one, you're the quiet one. But also he's vegan and you're vegan. So I'm not sure. You chuck a little bit of a spanner in the works, didn't I? Yeah, you have. It's hard. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel. I'm Simon, you're Garfunkel. <laughs> This is a hard one. Mm. Out of 22 Jump Street, who's the Channing Tatum and who's the Jonah Hill? You know I haven't seen that movie. I kind movie. of feel a little you bit You know like I haven't seen that movie, Jace. My favourite movie of all time and you haven't seen it. I know. Disgusting behaviour. I know. I'm a, I'm a horrible friend. Have you seen the first one? No, I haven't seen any of them. That's fine. If you haven't seen the first one, doesn't matter. Okay. Because that's a shit one. <laughs> all right. Well, what, what do you think? What do you think? I don't know. This is hard. I really, even though... I have a thing for Jonah Hill. I think that I am the Channing Tatum because I'm a bit dumber than you. Mm. (laughs) I'm a bit more of a dumbo. And also I have done slam poetry before. And that's the only scene that I know when (laughs) Jonah Hill gets up and does slam poetry. That's a fucking, that's a very embarrassing admission on my part. I have gone up on stage and read my own poetry before. Good for you. Years ago. Never again. Never again. It was bad. It was real bad. I have never done slam poetry, but I have watched it purely because I wanted breakfast for free. And <laughs> this uh, this is like the beginning of an <laughs> Am I the Asshole? Like you, they put a really obscure title and you're like, where the fuck is this going? And you think you know, but then you don't. I was Eggs at- with a side of slam, baby. Eggs <laughs> with a side of slam. I was at... Um, the Great Escape Festival it was a three-day mm-hmm. festival. Yeah. And I went every day, but I didn't stay over. I didn't camp. I didn't have a camping right, ticket. Right. Yeah. So my dad was an angel and drove me and my friends to this festival. It was at the army barracks. And I did, okay. I spent a lot of the time away from the crowds, exploring the little tunnels and the barracks and stuff, because it was on the old army barracks. Right. So right. I would break away from the crowd if it got too noisy and crowded. And I would just, just go hide in the tunnels. <laughs> Expl- 
floor and like, like a little autistic mole. <laughs> That's me. I am an autistic mole. You are a autistic mole. <laughs> just I would hide and just sit in the barracks and be like, "Oh, this is nice. Mmm, I enjoy dirt and tunnels <laughs> and quiet. I fucking love war. No, um, <laughs> I <laughs> yeah." I went to this uh, festival and my dad drove us there every morning and picked us up every night, which yeah. was amazing. My dad was always so good at doing that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. He's great at that. But we got there in the morning and we saw that they were doing free breakfast. So, Ooh, yeah. but it was at the same time as the slam poetry mm. uh, in the mess hall and you had to watch the slam poetry <laughs> if you wanted the free breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. So... <laughs> So I was like, let's go. And they had, I remember so clearly, I have, um, I, they had rice bubbles, like they had cereal and stuff. Mm. And I sat at the table, it was a round table at the mess hall and there was rice bubbles and soy milk. I was so excited because that was back when soy milk was very, very yeah. uh, scarce. It was very yeah. rare to it have It was tough for provided. us back in the day. There was like no vegan milk Oh my milk God, we anywhere. struggled. My poor stomach. <laughs> Do you remember when you used to get a coffee and soy milk was $2.50 extra? Yeah, it was fucked. They like they charged us for the whole fucking bottle. Yeah, basically. And they had to, I think. Yeah, yeah, because it was fucking ridiculous back then. So you're sat at the table, you're eating your rice bubbles with your soy milk, you're fucking stoked <laughs> over the soy milk, and there's slam poetry. <laughs> I had to listen to the... <laughs> To the slam poetry and the snap, crackle and pop of my rice bubbles as oh, I watched it. and What an interesting sensory experience. <laughs> it, was, it was not good poetry. And then someone... And then someone got on stage to do their poetry and they were doing it, but they also had a laptop and they were playing electronic experimental music over the top of their slam poetry. <laughs> And I'm there just trying to eat my cereal with soy Okay, milk. I'm not going to lie. That sounds like something I might genuinely fuck with. Like, I'd be down you to You would have loved it. It was yeah, also a, kind of probably a skinny little rat boy. Oh. You would have fucking loved it. But all I wanted to do was sit and eat my cereal. <laughs> just want to sit and eat my cereal and my soy milk in silence. And look, it was definitely a setup for, for the people who camped, who didn't have access to breakfast. I had a breakfast before I left and then I had like a little fucking hobbit. I had a second breakfast at the festival. <laughs> you are a little autistic mole. <laughs> You're a little mole man. You're a little hobbit boy. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> So that was that was my slam poetry experience, and I have read poetry, but not slam poetry. Mm. But yeah, yeah. So maybe one day we can recreate that, and you can read me some slam poetry, well, and I'll eat the, rice the, bubbles. The, and the, po- the poet, the poetry I did wasn't slam poetry. It was something like it was something I'd written, but like um, there were people doing slam at the event because it's just like a fucking poetry event. People are gonna do their shit, you know. It's gonna be full of pretentious arty fuckers. And sometimes some of them are hot, skinny little rat boys. So I fuck with that. And I would don't blame you for that at all. Thank you. I Thank write you. poetry. I've had like poetry published and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've only read poetry maybe like once I've read poetry out. Yeah. Um, don't like it. It's yeah. very, vul- very, I feel very vulnerable. But it's good. It's fine. I actually recorded 
Mm. I recorded the audio for one of my writing pieces that's at the um, fucking Emerging Writers Festival Mm -hmm. this month. Mm -hmm. And I sat in my little studio and I recorded my little 500 word writing thing and my audio description of the photo that's going along with it because it's in... um, it's going to be displayed in a gallery. I'm not very good at plugging things. But, yeah, I did that. That felt very weird, but cool. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind doing more of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Should probably plug it, actually, from the 15th to the 25th, I think, or something like that, mm. um, at, the, at No Access Gallery in Melbourne. So if you're interested, it's free. And also it'll be online for free as well, so... That's my plug. If you're in Melbourne, go fucking go fucking check out Jace's Slam Poetry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you doing the poetry scene from from Jump Street. It's just you doing that. <laughs> slam poetry, yelling, waving my hands a lot. Specific point of view on things. Yes, I know the whole thing. I'm not going to subject you to it. Once again, autistic. <laughs> I'm in my little blankie because it's freezing and I'm sick. Yeah, you, you really do look like a little up. hobbit mole man right now, wrapped up in your blankie in your in your little your little cave, recording your little podcast. <laughs> the only way this would be better is if it was like my parents' basement and I was a straight white man. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're straight now, so you're one step closer. I am straight. Yeah, very and straight. I, look, if I if it was if it was eight years ago, I'd be saying I was white. And I would be like halfway to my goal. You're getting so close. <laughs> At Great Escape, me and my friend, um, that it, one of my friends that I went with, I went with my friend and my ex. <laughs> he was my ex at the time. Macca's boy. Macca's boy. Oh, Macca's boy. Yes. Macca's boy. And me and my friend who, I went, who we, went, we all went together, we ended up making ourselves some capes because it was in April mm-hmm. and it was the great escape. So we were like the greatest cape. We wrote the greatest cape on the back in paint and then the date like cape. And then um, we're like happy cape rule because it was April. Oh my. And then we like walked around I think around I remember this because you gave me that cape. <laughs> you Did gave I? me that cape. Oh, that's nice because I loved that cape. Yeah, you gave me that cape because when I was working in childcare, we had like a theme day where you had to dress up as superheroes and I'm like, I can't be fucking fucked, so I'm just going to wear this cape. Yeah. You have a really good memory because I forgot that. Where Mm. is it now? I don't know. I don't know where the cape is. Probably an op shop somewhere. a special cape. You know what Wendy is like. She just gets rid of everything. Wendy. Wendy, I know you're listening. You had no fucking right to get rid of my cape. <laughs> she had no right to get no, rid of my demonias either, but they're still gone. Okay, but I miss my cape. No, I've got it's fine. I've got pictures. It was fun. It was also at The Great Escape that I met the Living End one of the times that I met them. Ah. And they ended up I ended up sharing an umbrella with all of them. Oh, because me and this ex of mine really both loved the living end. I remember we were quite into, uh, we were both into the Stray Cats mm-hmm. kind of rockabilly mm-hmm. fans. He's much, much more of a rockabilly fan. Oh than yes, like he's the, now, now he's, he's the whole he, hog. He's, like he is, he's in a rockabilly he's, band. <laughs> he looks the part. You, there's no. I have accidentally seen. I've accidentally seen them perform because they have performed at my pub before. <laughs> 
I was just like, is that? Oh my fucking God. Run. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. But yes. Um, we both liked Rockabilly. We both loved the living end. So even though we were broken up, we were still friends. And I think we like got together again after that at some point. We were kind of on Probably, off yeah. a lot. But we went together because we both loved Living End. Mm. And after their show, we were hanging around the um, VIP gate. Yeah. Just because that's what we did back then. <laughs> and it was raining and I had an umbrella. Mm. And we weren't supposed to take umbrellas in, but I did. Mm. I don't know how I got it in, but I was the only one with an umbrella. So when they came out, they were standing under my umbrella while they were waiting for um, their manager and for their car to come around and oh stuff. God. So that was very special to me. That's so lovely. And I have uh, pictures of me standing under the umbrella with a few of the members. I could probably actually could find them. Please, um, please dig them up. I need to see this. I'll, I'll have a look. I actually was standing there and I recognized their manager. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I was obsessed with them. Uh, and we, I, we know, we know that you have done obsessive shit with bands in your younger years. I'm not surprised that you knew who I've their never manager was. A line <laughs> just once. Also, no one's guessed that band yet, by the way, guys. Yeah, no, there's been a, a lot of guesses and no one has guessed it. And it's not the living end. It's not the, the living I, end. Although I would forgive you for thinking so. Yeah, makes sense. It's not Wolf Mother. It's not the living end. Mm-hmm. It's not Silverchair. Mm-hmm. It's not, who else has, have they guessed? Can't remember. There was a few. That's not any of them. Yeah. Keep guessing though, because if you get it right, I might tell you, but <laughs> I'm not going to tell you straight out. So I saw their manager out there and I just, I was in such shock because to me, she was famous as well because I'd watched oh my God. their DVDs and stuff. Oh my God. And I was just like, Ray. And she turned around and she looked at me and she was like, hi. And she came up and we started talking to me. Oh. And I was like, I don't know if she thought that she knew me yeah. because I was like, oh, Ray. But she came up and she was like, hi, yeah, how are you going? And we were talking and chatting and she was telling me all this inside information about the band. That's and so it was sweet. amazing. That's so nice. I was going on about, oh, when's the next album coming out? And she was like, oh, they want to go and return to the EPs. They want to make it more rockabilly. But I'm like, that's bullshit. Oh, I, can't, I really don't want them to do that. Mm. And they didn't end up really doing no. it. No. I was like, oh, my God, I would have loved if they went back to their first two EPs because I really loved those. Yeah. And she was like, nah, nah. I told him nah. And <laughs> Just, fuck no. And she, t- she told me this story about how they're all so computer illiterate that one time – Chris Cheney from The Living End, the lead singer, had to send an email or had to send a file or something mm, to her yeah. uh, or to someone and he couldn't get it to work. And he called her and was like, Ray, I can't, I can't get it to work. I, I'm having technical issues. And she was like, all right, well, go click into this, click into that. And he's like, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, I can't. I, I can't turn the computer on. I don't know, <laughs> don't know how to turn I'm the computer sorry, on. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she was saying that. What the f- she- Dude. She was trying to, she was trying to talk him through turning the computer on, and in the end, she had to go over to his house and help him turn the computer oh. on. And then when she got there, it was a computer from nineteen ninety nine. Oh my god! And she was like, "The reason it's not turning on is because it's obsolete." Yeah, like it just doesn't work. <laughs> and um. I felt very cool being yeah. privy to that information. Yeah. And then we were talking and then the boys came out and because I was talking to Ray and I had an umbrella, they came over to us immediately and were standing and talking and we were talking 
about stuff and then like they were like oh yeah one of us we're all going one at a time to go and get something to eat from the food trucks as if we go all together people will recognize us and stop us and I'm sitting there the biggest little fan going yeah would be terrible if fans tried to try to um, interrupt your dinner <laughs> and keep you from eating oh my god and then after they all went and got their food and came back they were like oh yeah we've got a secret show over at the Annandale if you're interested in coming yeah, come come to our secret show because they performed a lot as I think it was the Long Necks yeah. or something. They did some secret shows. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we've got a secret show. Um, we would ask you to come with us, but uh, like we've got fucking no, no space in the van, all our shit's in it. So, mm. yeah, if you want to come, just come. <sighs> Couldn't go because no. fucking I was – what was I, like 17, 18? Fuck. No, I think it was 18 by that point. But I couldn't go because I didn't have a car because my dad drove us. So I was like, yeah, 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 we might. If we can get away from, yeah, there's some other bands we want to see. If we can get away, we'll come. Mm. No chance in hell we're ever going to go. Fuck. But I just, I wanted to look cool. Yeah. But yeah. Just like very cool and nonchalant about it. Just like, yeah, you know, if we get time, we might pop over. Yeah, if we get there, we get there. Yeah. <laughs> but I just felt so special and so cool because they were all talking to me as if I wasn't this crazy fucking person who was waiting at the VIP gate specifically for them. Your fangirl behavior has gotten you pretty far in life. I'm going to say Jace. It has. You've got, you've got to do some cool shit and meet some cool people. I haven't really met anyone famous. I mean, well, I've met Jared Leto, but we don't count him because he's disgusting. No, we don't. No, he's out. I think the most famous person I've ever met is Murray from the Wiggles. I've met Murray from the yeah. Wiggles a bunch of times because he's a regular around my area. So he's just around. It's just like, hey, Murray, what's up? <laughs> Next time you see him, take a photo with him, please, okay, for the podcast. Fine, fine. I just, yeah. I just like. Be- Murray, we know you're listening. <laughs> just because, but he's just like a guy that's just like, like he yeah. lives in my area and he goes to the pubs in my area. So like, I don't want to like do that to him in that situation because he's just hanging around. I know. Yeah, if it was like at a show or something, I might. But he's just walking his dogs down King Street. I want to. I don't want to run up being like Murray. I need a photo with you for my podcast. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> that sounds like normal behavior to me. Because I'm not you. Um, no, I would never do that. I've never done that. Yeah, I've never like interrupted someone while they're in public just being normal. I've it's always been yeah. at events. Yeah. <clears throat> or places where I know that they're on. Yeah, like that time like that we went in and, fame um, mode. The time we went and saw Josh Thomas and we got photos with him afterwards. Yes. Yeah. And you cried. <laughs> You'll never stop bringing that up, will you? I was because no, it was cute. I was 15, Jace. I was very small and very stupid and I had a big crush. It was cute. This was before Josh Thomas came out as gay and I had a big crush on him because look at him. Of course I had a big crush on him. Look at that man. That is a man that Ree would have a crush on. We also kind of uh, inherently always have crushes on queer people, whether they are queer people that would be interested in our genders yes. or not. Yes, precisely. It's just queer. Yeah, queer on queer action. Even if the other queer person is isn't not. isn't a, isn't a compatible type of queer. <laughs> yes, it's not the type of queer that fits together with my type of queer. But god damn it, it's queer, so I'm into it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we who else? What was I was gonna say, but I've lost it. Mm. I've got COVID brain. Yeah, it's gone. you're allowed to have um, a wet brain. You have COVID. <laughs> It's my wet brain, but this time the wet brain is mucus. It's wet with mucus. Yum. Um, While I was editing, actually, Mm. the last episode, Mm -hmm. I picked up on signs that I was coming down with it because I I didn't know at the time, Mm -hmm. but then I was editing and listening to it. And when I'm 
listening to it with them with their headphones in yeah you can pick up on it was it because you were being more homophobic than usual are you like damn yeah something's up (laughs) i must be getting sick I could hear myself breathing. I, you're welcome, everyone, because I cut out so many mm. <gasps> and I didn't realise it was happening at the time. I've said but, this a million yeah. times. Jace is a very fucking good editor. I am so lucky to be on a podcast with someone who is good at editing and doesn't make me do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The other time. I just turn up and be weird. Was it last week or the week before when the dog was barking? The week before, right? Uh, I'm not quite sure. There's a dog barking in every episode because you have a dog next door. It was, but it was the episode where it was excessively barking. Mm. That episode took me an hour and a half longer to edit than it usually does because I had to go through and edit out every single time. I think it was the the My Chemical Romance episode because I said to you, I'm like, we're Mm. lucky that this is a very re-heavy episode. I'm doing all the talking, so you could just you could just cut your Mm. side out because there's a fucking dog that won't stop barking. (laughs) So if if you have listened to the My Chemical Romance episode of the podcast. Um, and you know, have noticed how well it's edited. Jay's put in some fucking work because there was a dog barking throughout the whole fucking thing <laughs> oh the entire God. time. The entire time, as fucking consistently as a clock ticks, that dog was barking. Of course, yeah. So that you can still hear some because I couldn't edit out when I yeah. was talking. I couldn't edit out the dog barking. Extremely, yeah. Who else have you met famous? Um, we've we, I know we've talked about. Not famous, famous people, but I don't think we've talked about famous people that we've met. Those are the those are the only famous people I've met. It's been Josh Thomas and um, Murray from the Wiggles. Um, What's your Jared Leto story? Uh, okay, I think I've told this before. Um, so a friend of mine, a friend of mine, um, won free tickets to a a concert, a Thirty Seconds to Mars concert, and you know I liked a couple of their songs. And they're like, do you want to come with me? And I'm like, fuck, fuck yeah, why not? It'll be fun. I like going to gigs. You know, I just really like going to gigs. Um, so these tickets, they, they had won them. And a thing about the tickets were you got to go up on stage for like the last oh, couple of yes. songs. I do And I was wearing me. the Mighty Boosh shirt that you gave yes. me. And I, yes, you're and wearing I, the Boosh shirt. And because um, it wasn't known at the time publicly that Jared Leto was a fucking creep, and I was like, mm, sexy man, uh, I, <laughs> I fucking bolted to the, like, I, like, in the line yeah. of, like, people to go up to the stage. I managed to get my way to the front, and I was standing literally right next to him for, like, the last couple of songs, and I'm just looking at him like, that's Jared Leto. He's an American psycho. <laughs> and yeah, it was fucked. Um, but yeah, so even that I wouldn't really say that I met him. It's that I'd stood next to him for a bit one time. But I have st- stood next to Jared Leto. Yes, that's something I've done. I can possibly top that horrible famous person. Ooh, yes, please. Yes, please. Do you remember a little show called Glee? Oh, my God. I do. Do you remember that one of the actors on Glee went to prison <gasps> for possession of child pornography <gasps> with children as young as one, I think. You met Puck? Yes, I met Puck from Glee when the show, I went to the premiere. I went to the Glee Australian premiere. Of course you fucking did. And uh, it was, it's the thing is it was before Glee even came out here, but I'd watched it illegally on, uh, the internet already. Oh yeah. Cause the first three episodes were out. Yeah. Cause Australia at that point got everything later yeah, than, than any other country. Yeah. 
So I had met, <clears throat> I also met Leah Michelle and Diana Agron. Oh, I love her. She's so oh, pretty. She's such a babe. Oh. And uh, who else? Artie. Oh, the wheelchair kid? And yeah. Kevin, Kevin something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his Instagram, his Twitter handle used to be Druid Dude. <laughs> I love that. Little nerdy. That's cute. But yeah, I also met the pedophile. You Mark met the- <laughs> something. You met the pedophile. <laughs> And you know what's really fucking, in hindsight, gross? How old were you? Oh, I was 21 or something. But, but Mm. I was pregnant. And he put his hand on my pregnant belly and was like, oh, wow, when are you due? Is it a boy or a girl? And, like, asking me about my baby while he had – and then and I was just like, wow, famous person, cool. And then in hindsight, we find out that that's his type. Oh! And he was probably, like, my preparing. Yeah, it was fucking gross. Oh in hindsight, gosh. I'm just like, that's not a great memory. <laughs> uh, wow, I – I think this may be one of the first times you've genuinely rendered me speechless. You are speechless. I I found the other day I was going through my old Flickr photos because it was mm. telling me I had to make some unprivate or whatever or mm-hmm. I would lose them. Mm. So I was going through those and there's a conversation thread on there where I posted a picture of the Glee cast and you were like, oh, my God, I'm so jealous. And I was like, oh, my God, I'll tell you everything. It was amazing. And you're like, oh, my God, you better. And it's like we're having this conversation in the comments, you and I, yeah. about how amazing it was. And I was reading through that and going, oh, God, honeys, you don't know what's coming. Oh, my. Yeah. I had no fucking idea. Yeah. I'll admit um, when Glee first came out, I was like, you know, I would have been like 17 or 18 or something. Um, and I was a musical theatre kid. Like, I've performed mm-hmm. in musicals before. I am a performer. Uh, so I was like, oh, cool, this could be cute. And, like, yeah, I'll admit, I, I did watch the first season. I was, like, a little bit invested. But after that, I kind of dropped off because I decided I was too cool for it. And honestly, I'm glad that I did. <laughs> I was very into Glee because I also was a theatre kid. Mm-hmm. And I still can't listen to Glee versions of songs without I crying. <laughs> I can't listen to Glee versions of songs without crying, but probably for different reasons. <laughs> yeah, different. Re- I was pregnant, I mentioned at the time, mm. and my pregnancy was the same. Like every milestone was the same as Quinn's pregnancy on the show. Oh, that's kind of So I have this weird, really weird emotional connection with the first season of, um, of Glee. So that's I hear the songs cute. and I burst into tears. That's Some weird cute. fucking trigger thing. <laughs> um, are you ready to hear something awful? Yes, always. Oh my god, that's my favorite thing. When I was when I was that age, and the first season of Glee came out, I had a crush on Mr. Shoe. Tell me you're right. not surprised. I think it would be more offensive if I said that I wasn't surprised. Um, <laughs> Matthew fucking Morrison, okay. also a massive uh, mm. creep, mm. as yeah. has been revealed. You can take the man out of uh, McKinley High, but you can't take the Mr. Shoe out of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that, okay, go on, explain. Yeah, no, What was it about Mr. Shoe that you loved? Um, I don't know. I was just like, ooh, he's kind of handsome. And, like, when he wasn't being a total fucking weirdo, he reminded me of my favourite teacher from school that I also had a crush on just a little bit. And I was like, oh, so, yeah, and, like, yeah. 
And like looking back, it's just like re, re. I think it's more acceptable that I had the crush on the pedophile than you had the crush on Mr. I mean, look, you're speaking to someone who has only just recently gotten over their crush on Ezra Miller. Well, you got there in the end, and I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. It was very difficult. They are very hot. They are extremely hot. Very my type, but a a horrible, horrible fucking person. Yeah, physically your type, we should say. Physically my type. They are physically your type. I mean, look, I've been into horrible, horrible people in the past, so (laughs) many, many horrible, horrible people in the past. (laughs) I have a type, and that type is bad. Can't believe you had a crush on Mr. Shoe. I'm so sorry. I also had a bit of a crush on Artie. I had a crush on. Okay, I had a crush on like every character. Yeah. But mainly, I had a crush on Heather Morris, who played Brittany, because we know that I've said it before. We like him dumb. I had a massive crush on her. Yeah. Santana, obviously. Santana, yeah. Massively, Brittany. Yeah. And actually, recently. I commented on one of her TikToks, on Heather Morris's TikToks, and yeah. she liked my comment, so she knows I exist, which is Heather very Morrison, big. We know you're my... listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a video of um, her and her friend performing Waterfall in the shower, and that's gay. With the shower on. That's gay. And she was, and Heather was wearing a white singlet with no bra. That's gay. And... That's some gay shit. <sighs> Tell you're you what, straight now, Jace. Don't give in. Don't give in to temptation. Uh, It's really hard because I'm going to send you the video and... (laughs) I'm going to sit there and I'm going to be like, wow, I'm gay. (laughs) I Actually, I would like to send it to you on uh, air because I think it would be worth it. Well, give me a second because I have... I'm not going to explain... Yeah. I'm not going to explain why uh, I was (laughs) blushing, Mm. but... I was, and you'll you'll see why. I'm so, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling very um, heated at the moment right now, already. Don't give in. Mm-mm. You're straight now. You're straight now. Okay, uh, I need to see this gay. Send it over. I'm gonna be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm straight, but um, I'd turn gay for <laughs> the most. Here we go. I'm I'm gay. That's gay. Look at her. Look at her top. That's <laughs> That's very gay. I I can see her I <laughs> That's gay. That's it's very so gay, gay. Jace. And my feelings that I had when I watched it. Oh my were also god. Gay. Dear Lord. I have, I, I have posted a comment on that video that has mm-hmm. 1,442 likes. Mm-hmm. And that comment is me saying I am looking respectfully. No, you weren't. I wasn't. You were I looking lied. in a gay way. Oh, I was, it was gay respect. Actually, I'm straight. So I was looking in a gay way, but now it's straight. Now I'm looking at Heather Morris's boobs in a, in a, in a white singlet top. Um, uh, straightfully straight very straight very straightfully I am looking straightfully (laughs) (laughs) fucking hell Jace is having a gay crisis on air right now you guys should see (coughs) this poor little hobbit 
just with their head in their hands. I had such a big crush on her. Yeah, she's fucking gorgeous. I don't blame you. And a very good dancer. Very good dancer. Yeah. Because I was looking at her dance moves in that video. Yep. Anyway, uh, (laughs) men. Uh, Christianity. Straight. (laughs) I'm just thinking about like an alternate universe where we're both straight and cisgender. Could you imagine that? Think about how annoying we are now being queer. Mm. Imagine if we were this annoying but also straight. Because I've seen a lot, um, because, you know, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once came out recently and then also Multiverse of Madness came Mm -hmm. out recently and, like, even um, Spider-Man No Way Home, there was multiverse shit in that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are talking about multiverse stuff and I've seen a lot of TikToks being, like, you know, imagining a multiverse where Mm -hmm. XYZ is different. Imagine a fucking universe where you and I are straight cisgender people. You probably still think you're white. (laughs) So we're both straight cisgender white white people. people. Can you imagine that? I have no idea what that would look like. I don't know what that would look like at all. Imagine. I literally can't fathom it. Imagine all of that, but also neither of us are disabled. Fuck. Fuck. Where would I draw inspiration for my art from? (laughs) Men. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine a world where I wasn't raised atheist. paintings are of Jesus but he's like he's like got his shirt off and he's all muscly and then I've got the hot for Jesus because you've got you're so straight that you want to fuck Jesus (laughs) oh no I don't like this actually thinking about it I think wanting to fuck Jesus is one of the gayest things you can do yeah like it's very gay and it's also a very non-white thing to want to do as well. Yeah. I, all of my Latina friends um, are gay and they want to fuck you. <laughs> Jesus. Is that a stereotype? I think I'm stereotyping my own people now. You're allowed to stereotype your own people. I was talking Thank to you. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day um, who in the past couple of years has realized that he's bisexual. I'm like, fuck yeah. Um, and <laughs> he did something and I was like, haha, gay. And he's like, you know what's great? I could do that now. And I'm like, yeah, you can. <laughs> you can just be like, haha, gay. I'm, I have a friend who recently, she's always been bisexual, but she recently got divorced from her husband and now is married to a woman. Yeah. And every time they post a couple's photo, I comment gay. Yeah. I love doing she that She doesn't shit. like it. I love doing that shit. I think one of the... <laughs> I, uh, this is what I said back to the friend. I'm like, yeah, man, one of the best things about being gay is being homophobic. <laughs> but it's like homophobic in a funny way. Uh, that's why it's, I'm, I'm homophobic. Yeah. You're, you're doing it to be funny. It's ironic. It's ironic no, um, homophobia. I'm straight now, so I'm not allowed to. No, you're not um, allowed to be homophobic gay. It's anymore. It's a slur. Yeah. I, I can, though. Hmm. I could be like, ha gay, and you can't say anything. I'm oppressing you. I'm oppressing you. You have all the privilege now on the podcast. I'm now that I'm straight. I'm being a giant fag. <laughs> <laughs> now you're white and able to say gay, and I'm not. 
Please, please don't cancel me for using a slur, everyone. <laughs> Once again, we have gone over this. I am allowed to use that slur. I have a tweet in the drafts at the moment that I'm workshopping and I'm not sure if I'm going to release it to the people or mm. not. It's something along the lines of, actually, I'm going to read it because if I paraphrase, I'll get upset with myself. Yeah. I'm not sure if I should release it, but I've you got... Know, you know my opinion. Just tweet shit. For me, it goes straight from that. brain to timeline. I can't do drafts. But see, my profession kind of thing is a writer and I can't just put it all out there all the time. Mm. I kind of, I need to cultivate the tweet perfectly because I'm a writer and I fucking mm. need to have it that way. Mm-hmm. I've got, <laughs> I've got a lot of escaping the upside down tweets with different songs. I'll read to you as well. Yeah. Um, some people on this website think that because they fa- they fake tan themselves to an unnaturally attainable shade that they can reclaim terms that don't belong to them, but babes, it's not allowed. And it's not a funny tweet, but it's a tweet that I've been thinking about posting out a lot mm. because there are some people that uh, use like to use words like um, slave and Ooh. things like that in a funny little way, like, oh, I'm this person's slave, ha, ha, ha. And I'm just like, well, you are a white person. And just because once a year you tan yourself to an unrecognizable shade. That's fucking weird, dude. I don't like that at all. But that was a serious one that I'm thinking of. For a second, I thought you were going to say slay. And I'm like, but I say slay all the time. (laughs) I literally Um, can't stop saying slay. It's become a problem at this point. I call everything slay now. Again, I'm being homophobic towards myself. You must love Christmas. You get to say sleigh all the time. Yeah. In a one horse open sleigh. Um, <laughs> I'm just imagining. I'm just imagining Santa in a sleigh, but he's he's in fucking fishnets and like thigh high boots, cause cause he's slaying. <laughs> that is funny to me and only me. And Dasher dancer Donna Vixen Comet Cupid Donna. He said Donna da- twice. Fucking Comet Blitzen. Mm. Dasher, Dancer, Comet, Blitzen, Donna. Anyway, I used to know them all because I was obsessed with fucking um, Jingle All The Way. I've got fucking COVID brain, guys. I know. Um, All of the reindeer's names are drag queen names. Yes. Yes. They're all drag queens. Yes. That's, there we go. I got yeah. it out. It wasn't worth it. There the we go. was not worth there it. There we go. We got there in the end. Thanks, COVID brain. Do you want to hear my yeah. escaping upside down tweets? You, you fucking, mate, I'm sorry. Look at what I'm sitting here wearing. Well, yeah, we we have um, Eddie in in our midst. I finally got my. I I say finally. I ordered it like a few days ago, and it's already <laughs> here. I I have. I do have a Hellfire Club shirt now. It looks um, fucking sick. We'll post a I picture. Look, I look great. I I, I hyperfixations, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna get over this man like after the end of season four. But once all of your merchandise comes, you'll be over yeah. it. Yeah, once, once my other order of Stranger Things merchandise that is supposed to be coming next week is just going to be like, oh, I don't like this shit anymore. Why did I spend all that money on it? Because you know, hyperfixations. You know that it's going to take five months for like JJ's to get Stranger Things merch in. <laughs> and by that point, everyone's going to be over it. Um, the merch order that is coming in a few days is from JJ's. Oh, really? They're all ready? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good for them. Yeah. I got a tracksuit and another Hellfire Club shirt, just a slightly different one, because of who I am as a person. So yes, of course I want to hear your escaping the upside down tweets. Good, because even if you didn't, I was going to read them anyway. 
Escaping the Upside Down by Crawling Towards the Sound of the 2006 Flight of the Concords BBC Radio Series. <laughs> Do you remember I used to make you listen to that in my car? You did. You did. You made me listen to that in the car. That is a very, very you thing. It was the, it was the series that they did before they did the TV show. Mm. It started as a BBC Radio Series, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they did the TV show based off yeah. that. Yeah. Escaping the Upside Down by Crawling Towards the Sound of Jimmy Pop Ali Singing the Bloodhound Gang Song Farting with a Walkman On. (laughs) Once again, extremely you. (laughs) Escaping the Upside Down by Crawling Towards the Sound of the Crazy Frog (laughs) Ringtone. That would be so fucking good. Maybe I'll make it a TikTok. Please, please make that a TikTok. I've been seeing some really good TikToks of people like playing songs and Vecna just being like, the fuck is this? Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) My last one, because I got bored. Mm. I I got bored and I thought maybe I'm doing too many that I'll never post. So what's the point? But escaping the upside down by crawling towards the sound of the Doors Plus jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Doors Plus, no fuss. Do, 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 do. Yours would be Escaping the Upside Down by Crawling Towards the Sound of Two Trucks Having Sex. <laughs> it would be. It would be fucking. No, I was thinking about this. I was trying to think of like, I've been trying to think of serious answers, but I've also thought of some funny ones. Mm-hmm. I, but the, the funny ones are very cemented in my head. It would either be Two Trucks mm-hmm. or, or Squidward Nose by Cupcake. Do you know that song? I love Cupcake. Yes, you should. Yeah. Just imagine, you're in the Upside Down, you're about to die, and your friends just start blasting, his dick's smaller than my toes. Like, it's just... From the first, like, beat, I'd be, like, snapping back to reality. Um, but I've been trying to think of, like, my serious answers for that as well, and I am stuck. Yeah. Like, I would fucking die. I would I be would dead. fucking die. I mean, I- there's, there's some obvious ones, like, probably Destroyer by My Chemical Romance... I, I even sent you a TikTok that was about that. I think Helena um, would get you out of it just because of the attachment you have to it. Because Vecna gets you with yeah. Vecna. I was thinking about this too. Both of us have so mm. much fucking trauma. There's no way Vecna wouldn't want to have a tasty little feast on our traumatized oh. wet ham brains. Yes. We'd be like, yum, 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 yummy ham. I think Helena would be one for you because that Helena song is so tied one. to your trauma. Even if it's so not like your favorite, but yeah. It's so tied to your so. trauma and helping you through it that that would get mm. you out of there, I reckon. Because mm. it's already done that in real life. Yes. And that or um, a handful of uh, Iron Maiden or Metallica songs, especially if Eddie's playing them. Um, oh, my God. Like, do you want to do your little theory? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so, no, I will, I've seen a f- people toss up a few different theories. Um, a, lot of, a lot of people really want it to be um, For Whom the Bell Tolls, which would be mm. absolutely fucking sick. Uh, but I did see a TikTok. Someone actually looked at what he was playing on the guitar, like as a guitarist, and mm. like figured it out on their own. Um, a very strong contender at this point is Master of Puppets. Which and would if be that perfect. happens, if that happens, I will explode. I will absolutely fucking explode. But it would be very perfect because that album came out in 1986, so he was probably like super fucking it. hyped about it. He was just like, "Fuck yeah!" And there is no way. It. No way in the upside down that that man does not have ADHD. So he would have hyperfixated on learning that song from yeah 
from the album. He would replay, yeah. I reckon he'd chuck the cassette on and just play it and play it and play it until he got it right on the guitar. A hundred percent he would do that. It's called Master of Puppets. And who is the Master of Puppets? Vecna. Fucking Vecna. So, so it makes perfect sense. Some people are saying, oh, but it's got to be Nancy's favorite song because you've got to save Nancy. I don't Why? think so. Be- well, but <laughs> Sorry, I, think he's, I don't he's, like Nancy. He's in the upside down when he's playing it. Yeah. So there's, there's, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me for it to be that. No. And also, it's Eddie. Like, they're going to be like, oh, you got to play some fucking Duran Duran or some shit. And he's going to be like, <laughs> what? I why would I know that? Watch me be proven wrong when, like, he busts out some, like, 80s, uh, like, jam. Cindy Lauper or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> people, have, people have also theorised that it's uh, Separate Ways by Journey because of that song's use in the season four trailer. Um, and I feel like maybe? I don't think they would use that song in the trailer if it was going to be such a big point it, in the Yeah, exactly, exactly. Thing. Like, I don't think so. Like... Because that would just be a massive fucking spoiler. But I don't know. I don't know. I I just, yeah. Um, what I would want him to play is uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls or Master of Puppets. Uh, also, yep. I think Number of the Beast or Run to the yes. Hills by Iron Maiden are also would be very good, I think, and would fit him very well. I was telling you about when we were talking about this theory um, about the time that I went and saw Metallica. And I think I've spoken about it as well on the podcast. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I know you were saying that if he ends up playing Master of Puppets, you would burst your burst into tears, and I was like, yes, I know exactly what you mean because when mm. I was seeing Metallica live and they played the very first note of one and the pyrotechnics yeah. went on, I mm. was a mess. It was just me, some fucking seventeen year old bawling my eyes out, surrounded by like thirty to fifty year old men, <laughs> surrounded by dudes that were Eddie Munson in the eighties yeah. and are now old and weird. <laughs> And I was just crying. So, yeah. I can just no, imagine him too. playing that that mm. with pyrotechnics behind him. That would be cool, but one was not released in 1986 yet. I know. Because I'm, I'm just... a little nerd and I went and did all my little researches. I know, <laughs> but I just like the, the imagery of him playing a song with pyrotechnics behind him just mm. clicks to me. I don't mean that like him playing good. that in the Upside Down. I mean like him on stage just in general, playing it. That would be sick. Like, um, I... I would get monstrously horny, like yes, stupidly horny. Yes, you would. I would. It's bad. It's guys. It's really bad. It's, it's really bad. fucking bad. It's bad. Like it's all right, am... everyone. We just have to ride it. Ride it through. Just ride it out until I'm obsessed with something else. I promise. <laughs> just give it like another month or two, and I will be stupidly obsessed with something else. <laughs> and then you have to hear about that. You know, I was thinking we're talking about the upside down what song would get us out of the upside down now, but mm. what song would get you out in the eighties or artists? It has to be an eighties song. Yes. So like if you were in 1986 and you were sucked into the upside down, I need to Google if something was released yet. Give me a moment. Do you want me to tell you mine while you're looking yours up? Yes. Tell me, tell me yours. Tell me yours. Mine would be probably either the riddle or I Won't Let the Sun mm-hmm. Go Down on Me by Nick Kershaw, because I love Nick Kershaw. That's very you. That's very you. So it would be like, if I was back in the 80s, I would have been obsessed with Nick Kershaw then. I was obsessed with Nick Kershaw a few years ago. I say mm. a few, but it was like 12, wasn't it? 13 years mm. ago or something. Yeah. It was a while ago, I yeah. still really love him. So it was probably be, yeah. 
Imagine I'm in there yeah. and Vecna's got me and then you hear, I won't let the sun go down on me. I won't let the sun go down. And then I'm like. <gasps> okay. So my I, I did actually, my 80s songs would probably be um, anything from the Number of the Beast album mm-hmm. by Iron Maiden. That was released in like the late 70s. Um, or anything from Ride the Lightning or Master of Puppets. But if we're going with like something like very 80s, like mm-hmm. an 80s song, and I just Googled it and it was out okay. by then. I'm excited. This is a very re-answer. You're not going to be surprised at all. Fucking okay. Blue Monday. Like, come on, it's Blue Monday. Like. <laughs> you know what? I'd like to change my answer. I want you to go through Blue Monday first and then uh-huh. I want to change my answer. You talk talk to me about that. Well, because it's it's always been one of my favorite songs. I fucking love New Order. I really love New Order. They're an amazing band. Um, and yeah, like when I was a kid and when I was like, you know, first starting to get into like the more gothy side of things, that was one of the first songs that I really found. And I was like, holy shit, this is my fucking jam. Like, and I still listen to it on a regular basis. Like I listen to New Order all the fucking time. They're mm-hmm. so good. Um, they are a very reband, definitely. Can you just imagine? You're in the upside down. It's just like, like fucking, it will go off, man. That would be a, such a sick scene. Just sprinting through the it upside down. And in the background, it's just like, how does it? Like fucking, oh my God. Incredible. How good would that be? That would be great. It would be awesome cinematically. Yeah. Very. My first answer was more of an American answer, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, if I was in Hawkins, maybe. Mm. Um, but I'd like to throw an Aussie band into the mix if, mm-hmm. if this was taking place in Australia. Mm-hmm. It's one of my all-time favourite bands is the Radiators. Yes. We've spoken before about how much I love the Radiators, but mm-hmm. I reckon the serious answer is probably No Tragedy by the Radiators. That was released in 84, mm-hmm. 80-something like that, um, which I love, and I do want a tattoo of that song. It's really – it's such a good song. Fuck yeah. Um, but the joke answer <laughs> – is the radiators give me head? <laughs> give me head, baby! Dun, dun, oh, I dun, can't think. Dun. I can't think of an eighties joke answer. I can't think of an eighties joke answer. Fuck, that's hard. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. What was stupid that was released in the eighties? Fuck, I don't know. Shit. Let me look up eighties novelty songs. <laughs> I did think of another serious eighties answer. Yep. Head Over Heels by Tears for Fears. Again, I fucking love that song. I listen to it fucking nearly every day. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's one of the greatest fucking pop songs ever released. Um, I, I fucking love Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. And also, again, would just be super fucking epic with like that fucking piano in the background just sprinting through the upside down. Like that would be sick. What about... Mm. Monster Mash. <laughs> by Monster Mash. <laughs> just, I'm just getting killed by Vecna and all of a sudden he's like, I was working in the lab late one night. <laughs> that and then be- it does... <laughs> and then it doesn't work and Vecna's fucking smashing ya and it's like... He did the mash. He did the monster mash. That was a mash. It was a graveyard smash. I'm getting monster mashed. 
I mean, look, if if Vecna wanted to have a gravy on Smash, I'd be like, yo, I'm, I'm down, baby. Give me some of that Vecussy. When that's when they first showed what Vecna looked like, I sent you a picture of the Vecna face, and I was mm. like, "That's my type." Because yeah, because of the mummy. He looks, ex- <laughs> he looks like the mummy. <laughs> he looks exactly like the mummy. Yeah. And you know what? Oh, oh, how they laughed at me when I said that the mummy with no eyes, no nose, and just flesh was attractive. Oh, how they laughed. Now, who's fucking horny for Vecna? He looks a lot like the mummy. Huh? Who? I am not, I am not genuinely horny for Vecna. I'm horny for who he previously oh, no. was. Certainly. Don't worry, I'm not talking about you. I've seen on TikTok. Classic oh, that I'm no, on yeah, the side no, I've of TikTok. I've seen people on TikTok that... being like, damn, Vecna. And I'm just like, wow. Oh, how people laughed at me when it was the mummy from the mummy. The titular mummy from the mummy. Fucking, I was ahead of my time. You were. That's what it is. They you weren't were. ready. I'm very proud of you for being so ahead of the curve. I guess you guys aren't ready for this yet, but your kids are gonna <laughs> your love kids it. Your kids are gonna love <laughs> <sighs> Fucking another 80s reference. <laughs> oh shit! Fucking power of love. That's the power of love. That would love. be a sick one. Yeah. And that came out in 85. I feel like being taken by Vecna is looking very promising. Yeah, we just we just need to get someone to stand outside with the boombox playing our jams. We're glamorizing being taken by Vecna. <laughs> normalize being taken by Vecna, guys. <laughs> we need to normalize it. I was thinking about um, how people are chosen, and obviously the fucking chicks in on it, the fucking therapist, school counselor, obviously. But she picks people who I've noticed, I haven't noticed anyone saying this. Obviously, she picks people who are traumatized, but she picks people who are trying to get better and get through it because mm. then they, you know. There's no way they're going to want to escape. Imagine if Vecna took it, took you and you were just like, yeah, fucking I my life's fucking shit. Just now. fucking take me. Fuck yeah, baby. Um, this is great. I don't have to do it myself. Um, <laughs> Suicide by Vecna. Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, oh that's the God. thing. I feel like at some point in my life, because I feel like Vecna doesn't want the people that are really fucking not trying yeah. to get through it. Yeah. So... That's why he takes Max. Max is trying to get through it. Chrissy's trying to get through it with her fucking pills and stuff. Poor Chrissy. Just, I love Chrissy. I I'm really Chrissy. pissed that they did that. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking about how we'd have no chance and how how hard would we fight <laughs> to not, I don't know. It depends if it's, anyway. if it's Vecna Vecna or Human Vecna. If it's Human Vecna, I'll be like, damn, baby, I'm staying suddenly you're turning real submissive (laughs) you're like oh vecna daddy (laughs) oh no but yeah i mean i don't know like there's a whole new meaning to the word monster cock uh continue i fucking (laughs) you keep getting me this episode jesus fucking christ once again the asexual is the one making the horny jokes (laughs) i mean specialty like, I think it depends when it would happen. Because, like, if I was in my early 20s, I would probably be like, yeah, fucking let's go, buddy. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Just fucking yeah. smush me. Smush my head. Break all my bones. Fuck yeah. Um, now, I'd fight. Yeah. I would fight now. And, you know, it's, think- it's again, it's like, you know, 
when, you know, when I was talking about me as a younger kid and I'm like, I need to keep fucking fighting for that kid. Because, mm-hmm. like, teenage, teenage me gets taken by Vecna. They're just like, fuck yeah, I'm done. But, like, mm-hmm. I think about that and I'm just like, I would have wanted me to fight back then. Mm-hmm. So I've got to fight now. I think I also would fight now, but yeah, there was a point teenage years, but also early 20s, early to mid 20s. And yes, mm. I did already have the kids at that point, but I was a very, very low point. Um, yeah. yeah. It's probably the peak of my alcoholism was then. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think if I was taken by Vecna, then I'd be like, yeah, all right. <laughs> can I just go grab a drink first? Can, can you just hold on a sec? I'm just going to go yeah. grab a drink and then we yeah. can get this done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry for bringing the mood down. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I mean, I think, I think it's good. You know, that's, that's why we're here. We talk about trauma and monster cocks. That's, that is our brand. (laughs) I just think it's funny that you brought up monster cocks and then I brought up trauma. (laughs) Because if you know us on a surface level, you'd think it would be the other way around. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So, Bree, I feel like this is a good time to ask you a question. Yes. Even though I would try and escape the upside down by listening to a bloodhound gang song um (laughs) and also i would i would genuinely uh when he's in rotting corpse form yeah and not when he's in human form Mm -hmm. do you still like me i do still like you because those two (laughs) facts are what make you you that's so Um, true (laughs) jace Even though I used to have a crush on Mr. Shoe from Glee. (laughs) Do you still like me? That's it. That's the line. That's the line. It was so good doing this podcast with you. I've enjoyed it. But unfortunately, no, of course I still like you. You live, you learn. You You live, you learn. You don't have have crushes on predators anymore. (laughs) You have moved on, right? I have moved on. Then yes, I still like you. And now I would try and escape from Vecna. Imagine if Mr. Shoe was back <laughs> No! Imagine being in the upside down and they start playing Glee covers to get you out. I'd be like, Imagine. please, Vecna, can you, like, hurry this up? Can we hurry this up? Imagine please? if Mr. Shoe was Vecna and the reason that playing songs gets you out of the upside down is because he did Glee Club for so many years and he's like, yeah, let's get some songs into this. And that's the mental image that I will have in my head for the rest of the night. Thank you, Jace. Do I have to re-ask you if you like me? (laughs) You can decide that for yourself. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. This has been another episode of Do You Still Like Me? A podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at DYSLMPod. And you can also contact us at DYSLMPod at gmail.com. You can find me. Re on Instagram and Twitter at Remansel, and you can find Jace on Instagram at Jace.Cordova and on Twitter at Jace Cordova. Thanks for listening. <laughs>